and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 345. And this week, we are doing Top 5 Underrated Films, Part 2. Yeah. Um, the so, return of the underrated film. Yeah, yeah. So as we talked about before, um, so this one, like, uh, the first time we did this, way, way back, year, mm-hmm. many years ago. Episode 45, 300 yeah. episodes ago. Yeah, so in the episode, mm-hmm. in the first year. Yeah. Um, we did just kind of like a general, like, all-time, yeah. you know, like a bunch of, like, movies from all different eras yeah. that we felt were underrated, that, yeah. that we really liked, that we didn't think had it ever gotten proper due, as it were. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for this one, we are because we, even at the time, we talked about, like, well, this is a pretty wide-open thing. Like, we mm-hmm. could probably revisit this. Um, so what we decided to do with this one, you know, we may, again, revisit this in a different way mm-hmm. later, in the future. Who knows? Um, never know what the future will bring, but for this one, we decided to focus on stuff that has come because it had been so long mm. since that first one. We've been doing this for so many years now. We decided to focus on stuff, underrated things that have come out since yes. we did that last. So basically, know, any more movie recent from t- uh, basically twenty seventeen to twenty twenty two. Um, yeah. Well, I thought I thought didn't you say that was like the end of. End yeah, of end of 2017. End of 2015, right? Is what you originally said. Uh, that was the no, the first year. episode was... The, the the original episode was mid-2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's fine. We have a problem with the list then, because you told me 2015. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, it doesn't really that matter. that was year one, right? Our year one was 2015, and that's when we did it. Uh, no, but that episode didn't... That episode that episode aired... Uh, but we started mid-year. So 45 would have been almost at the oh, middle yeah, of yeah, the yeah, next yeah. year. Okay. But it's fine. It doesn't oh, matter. Well. <laughs> because I guarantee you, neither of us, because I know what we both had on our old lists, yeah. we had nothing from 2015. Honestly, we yeah. we, we could have gone back to like 2010. And I understand. Safe. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, anyways, yeah. I made a mistake there. but No, it doesn't matter. It in doesn't any matter. case, it was close. Yeah. I have one from like late 2015. Oh, so. that's, that's but Because that's I've always... Again, it, it wasn't on your previous list. So. Well, the problem is, is that this one is kind of the reason I wanted to do this list in the first place. Oh, okay, So cool. I kind of no, no, that's, that's have to have it. No, no, that's perfect, Dan. That's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is the stuff that we did the first time was mostly older stuff. So yes. yeah. it was never really going to be a problem anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I guess I misunderstood on that. No, 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 uh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, just, you know, I don't think, I, I ended up with kind of a lot of, um, everything else is good though. Everything else is Yeah. Uh, honestly, doing, I just, just looked at a quick list of movies. Like, cause I, if I thought, say gone back to 2016, just looking at a list of movies I saw in tw- that came out in 2016, mm-hmm. None of them would have been on the list. Somehow, I only saw big blockbusters in 2016. Well, there was quite a lot. So. All right. So, yeah. um, so do you want to start? Or? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, as we, we talked about this the last time we did this, um, mm-hmm. the, there is no hard and fast definition of what an underrated film is. Yeah. Um, so, we, we kind of have a, a criteria between the two of us, which is... Uh, well, it's it, like a general. It's thing. a general. And it doesn't have to meet all three of these criteria. It yeah, just yeah. has to sort of meet this sort of general where it, um, not, not necessarily like poor poor box office performance. Yeah. Um, or at least underperformed. Like underperformance. Yeah, if something sure, sure. cost a fair bit and it didn't do what, that super yeah, well, yeah. like it didn't yeah. make up the, you know, enough mm-hmm. to be like a profitable, then mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, something could be like, like, oh, this made like $300 million, but unfortunately it was like a... $200 million movie mm. and with all the like extra costs yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that that's like yeah. not even breaking even yeah. so like you know 
that would count, even though it was yeah, like it technically still, did, yeah. you know, lots yeah, of money. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything in my list didn't even close. To that. Uh, <laughs> Most of my list is box office failure, yeah, or or streaming films that don't have box yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, definitely a popularity thing, either um, low rated yeah. or just like like no one really talks. Nobody about talks it. about it. You yeah. don't know anybody else who's ever seen it, kind of thing. Um, and just critical reception. Yeah, just generally like. This which movie got was, poorly critical received, but you think which it's... Which I think was a big know. one on, like, our original list was, like, yes. there's a lot of stuff that's, like, it's poorly mostly, rated, and we're yeah. like, why? It's so yeah. good. And, and in our case, mostly looking at a lot of those older films, there are films that fall into that category of underrated when they came out, and since have become, like, popular cult films. Yeah. Which is in often... In some cases. Which often... And not always. Yeah. But it is one of those things that can often happen I to, mean, like... A, a genuinely good film I mean, a big one, came out at the wrong time. A big one for and, us is uh, Hudson Hawk, yeah. which has never picked up. I mean, it has a small call for Poorly it. rated, poor yeah. box office performance, and a no one's it. It is It is the trifecta. And, it's, and it never really picked up <laughs> no. a significant no. like cult following. No. Like, it has a small one, mm-hmm. but very small. Most yeah. people just assume it's garbage and like yeah. have not even bothered to check mm-hmm. it out. I wish there was a way to like convince more people to just check it out yeah. because I know that like a lot of people, especially now where there's like a little bit more openness to like weird quirkiness. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I think there's a lot of people now that would actually dig it if they would just check it yeah. out, but like nobody will even do that yeah. because they're just like what is that? That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting off another no, no. rant about Hudson Hawk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> 30-year-old like movie that like nobody nobody's cares seen. about. Yeah. Anyways, uh, all right. We care so, about it. so that's our criteria. Yeah. So then your number 5 is all right. My number 5 is from 2018, okay. And it is Peppermint. Okay. Uh, this is a film I, that I kept meaning to watch it, and never did. Uh, it, oh, I should probably oh, mention that's oh. actually something that's a bit of a thing with my list is that like uh, these last few years have been pretty bad for me watching a lot of stuff, mm. and there's a lot of things that I've missed. So it's like my choices were somewhat limited on the fact that I could only <laughs> choose mm-hmm. things that I'd actually seen, mm-hmm. um, which is no, a lot less than like what I used to watch back in the old days. So. There's a lot of stuff that came out that probably probably would be very good candidates for a list like this. And you just never got that. Around I just to never it. got around to seeing yeah. or just didn't know about. Mm. So you know, uh, my bad on that. Yeah. You know, um, hey, there I mean, is. You watch what you watch, right? I mean, no, no, no. But what I mean is, is that I'm sure that there are a lot of things that I would consider good candidates for mm-hmm. this list that I just haven't seen. So, yeah. anyways, Peppermint. Um, cool. Yeah, Peppermint. Um, so this is the uh, Jennifer Garner uh, vigilante film, right? Um, Jennifer Gar like basically female Punisher. <laughs> female Punisher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, mixed with like, I mean, yes, yeah, basically female Punisher, yeah, because a drug cartel kills her wife and kid, or no, her husband and kid, yeah, and uh, it's not that progressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, she extracts revenge. Yeah. She she goes through, and like there's like a time to it too it's not she doesn't instantly just turn around and be like i know how to use guns yeah like, like she get she trains herself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like like years go by right, at yeah, the start yeah. of this movie yeah and and uh like her case becomes a cold case like yeah. of her and because like the, her like there's also a um uh i think he's either police or fbi or something like that yeah. who was like in charge of her case oh, an FBI, fbi agent yeah um, it's John, John Ortiz is the uh, okay. is the other yeah. Right. Um, 
And uh, this movie is... Here's the thing. It, it, it was actually semi-successful in the box office because okay. uh, it was very cheap. It was like a $25 million right. movie yeah. and it made like $60, $70 million. So, I mean... That's pretty good. Yeah. So it, it, it did okay in that regard only because it was such yeah. a cheap movie to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, critically, absolutely panned. It's like 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I don't... Like, I remember hearing... Like, I remember hearing that it wasn't like great but like i don't remember hearing like that 12 percent seems very yeah that seems crazy yeah, yeah. like that would fall into our like under 15 oh, uh, absolutely uh, yeah. uh group that we for sure we did that episode on for sure yeah um and it also for me falls in the category of like i know lots of people who are in the same boat as you who are like meant to see that and totally forgot yeah, about it yeah, after yeah. and you know and then it like two years passes and yeah. who remembers which which is a strong indication that maybe yeah <laughs> it's, well i mean it is underrated like, because nobody's Watched it. A Jennifer Garner action film. Yeah. Which, I mean. Oh, so maybe people were thinking. That's like, a dubious. Electra. Electra. People There's, were like, oh no. Not it, it, well, everybody forgets, you know, uh, 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 Sidney Presto. Yeah. Right. Um, and also, the fact, the name doesn't inspire anything. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it's very kind of vague. Like, yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't, on its own. You know, but it's also the kind of like, I, I like the fact that it's not called like, you know, a woman's revenge yeah, yeah, or just yeah. something very like like bleh, yeah. like you know like a lot I of mean, these it's like there are the there are, like a few years later this movie would come out with a different more marketable title yeah. that would be significantly it's interesting worse how like movie title movie titles are an interesting thing mm -hmm. in itself i mean that's something yeah. that could be a whole nother discussion oh, for sure because like oftentimes you either get titles that are literally just like they almost just feel like plucked out of the air like they don't tell you anything yeah like this um, I mean, not having seen the movie, there may be a significance to the. It's work, one of those like, yes, it is reference to something in the movie, but but not enough in a way that is like. The other way you could go with titles is just like, literally, just like this title is what the movie is. Yeah, it's about. the description it's, of the it's movie. It's just like yeah. you know, it's what the movie is, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, well, sure, you know, yeah. uh, like Saving Private Ryan. What's mm -hmm. that about? <laughs> Yeah. What's Saving Private Ryan about? Mm. I think it's about Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> like, could be. You know, like it's, it's, yeah. there are some, I'm not even saying that's a bad title. I'm just no, saying that's it's an, a, it's a great title. It's a great title. Yeah. I'm just saying that's an example mm -hmm. of the type of title where, like, literally the title is just what the movie is. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know. Um, I guess, not really a spoiler because this happens yeah. early on in the movie. Uh, Peppermint actually refers to it's the flavor of ice cream her daughter was eating uh, when she got killed. Oh. Yeah. That's so, pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, like, it is, kind of it is a, you know, because it has significance but of course, to the main character. In a vacuum, exactly. if you haven't seen the movie yet, that title is meaningless. Meaningless. Yeah. Um, but good movie, po I also, like, good poster. It's got a good poster uh, uh, vibes there. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, also, it's one of those, like, I saw this movie in a unique circumstance. I was on vacation. Yeah. Uh, I was in Montreal. And one night we are just like, it was like kind of late and it was like we had finished dinner and everything and we're like what are we going to do with the rest of the evening we're like we didn't want to go back to the, the hotel and we're like we're like oh, let's go catch a late showing of a film there was like a movie theater like right there like this like yeah, um yeah. they got this movie theater in downtown montreal that's basically built into like a skyscraper so it's just like it's like eight theaters but it's just like eight theaters stacked on each other yeah. so like oh we're in theater six that, so you have to ride to the sixth floor on the yeah. escalator and I, I feel like i remember you talking about that one before was that did you go to that one when you lived there too 
Uh, yes, yeah. When I when I lived in Montreal, I went to that theater a number okay. of times. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, it's uh, like oh, a... that's where I saw um, the uh, extended cut that failed right at the end of. Uh, oh, it's now Redux, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and the last and, and then it, it ate the film in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. And we all got we all got tickets to come see it again. We're all like. I don't know if I want to sit through another yeah, three yeah. hours just to catch uh, the last the twenty minutes. Basically, the this same. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't really. It was anything. it was so close to the end. We all knew, like, well, they couldn't have packed in much more no, because the ending's know, pretty yeah, much yeah, the same. Yeah. We had already seen all the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already yeah. saw the other extra, yeah. all the extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah the super long apocalypse now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went and saw it there, and we came back, and it's it's kind of just because even though it's like a Punisher revenge flick, it is also. Um. It doesn't take itself to like the drama isn't crazy dramatic. Yeah, like which is kind of it, amazing considering the subject matter. Oh yeah, but it also knows like this is a revenge film where a mom like lives as like a homeless person for a while, but at the same time just like learns to kill. Yeah. And so we're like, wink. We right. all know how silly. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Jennifer Garner is very good at playing like. Anything? I'm gonna play a dramatic. Well, I'm gonna play a dramatic Except character. Electro, Again, well, you look. But apart from that, no one was gonna play yeah, that role well. I know. That wasn't the actor's fault. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she knows how to like. I'm gonna play a dramatic role in a movie that is like asking for like a seven out of ten on the drama scale. Yeah. And like maybe, like we're gonna kill some bad guys in a fun way, and because we know they're bad guys. You're gonna have fun watching me kill right. them in a fun way. It's it's like movies where they kill Nazis. Yeah, we'll all have a good well, time. Revenge, Nobody feels bad for the Nazis. That's revenge movies in general <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's a very cathartic it's, element I, because it's like, of course, that's something that you can't really do yeah, in real life. And this and is, it doesn't. I mean, it ha it's happened, but, but like not really not in the spectacular yeah. cinematic way yeah. that it happened. You know, like yes, people have gone after like, you mm -hmm. know, there are cases of like people like 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 a girl that like mm -hmm. murdered like the guy who raped her yeah, or yeah. like I mean it happens well, the thing is, is but it's usually, very usually very rare. in real life um and there are and, and the thing a is, few is movies that do this where like the person is getting revenge the person getting revenge has usually suffered some sort of like emotional or mental breakdown and it it's like revenge plus tragedy. Yeah. Like, but like, not the tragedy of what they suffered, the tragedy of who they became because of what right. they suffered. Sure. And this is like I a mean, person even who had. Is that, this basically. is a. Exactly. And this is like, in this, she is a person who suffered a huge tragedy, but is very clear minded, which only makes it more like, makes it more like you can. It allows you to identify with the person yeah. because. You but could see very, yourself doing that thing, even though it's completely, it's like, exactly, it's completely you, unrealistic. That would never happen yeah, in, yeah, real yeah, world, in the real yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen the, the, I, I don't know what you want to call them, like the, the revenge films that are the, like, the Sado revenge films. Yeah. And I don't find those fun. I don't find those, inter like, no. I don't really like those movies. No, like, I mean, you know, like, they're, it, they're, there has to be a... Um, like a balance yeah 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 there's a grisly to those movies sure. in a way that i'm not that doesn't sit well with me sure yeah yeah i like well, it to be more like, fantastical it's like, it's like sylvester Stallone talking about rambo the, the fourth sure. rambo movie sure how because that's about a really a very real thing of like mm -hmm. the military yeah. dictatorship in burma or you know myanmar and and like how basically like finding the balance of like like he how do you address like, that there are that horrible crazy... horrible things in that movie and it still falls short of what oh, yeah, actually, actually went happening. on in real yeah. world. Because he knew that, like, if he showed what actually happened, 
you can't enjoy the movie. You can't show it actually. There's no way to enjoy You wouldn't be able to enjoy the movie at all anymore. And it's like yeah. he still wanted it to be like a somewhat like entertaining action movie. Yeah. But like tempered by like dealing with this real world horrible thing, you mm-hmm. know. And basically, and you know, and and I mean, addressing it almost in like that, again that cathartic way of like almost like revenge films of yeah. like oh you get to see like you know the terrible things done back to like the people that do the terrible things mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in you know that, that thing of that we think of every time we read about something a terrible person in the newspaper yeah. like terrible dictator we're like man I wish somebody would do something about yeah. that and then we get to watch a movie where oh, somebody did yeah. something about it even though we know that like it would never actually happen like right. that in real life you know yeah there's a lot of <laughs> good reasons for that but yeah. but yeah so I mean it's it's like that like I think you need to have that balance yeah. because like nobody just wants to watch like. Oh, I'm just going to watch somebody like get horribly, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. T- you know, maimed for two or, hours. You and then, know? <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's, yeah. you can't enjoy that. Like some people are into that sort of thing, and there is an audience for that sort sure, of sure. like, you know, it's kind of in the adjacent to the sort mm. of like torture porn thing, right? Like there's an audience for that, but it's just, it's kind of hard to enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah, so, so that's, that's uh, my number five cool. is uh, Peppermint. All right, so my five is very as far as i'm aware a very obscure movie okay which i feel like was kind of made for this list excellent uh i have it at five because i don't feel super strongly about it like i don't think it's like a slam dunk Mm. uh what's the thing when they run around the home run Yeah, yeah kind of like wow what a great movie but I, I love it when they do a slam dunk home run. That's my favorite thing to see in parts in yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of interest. It has an interesting mm. life to it, and um, and it's just so underknown. And it's uh, underwater in twenty twenty. Oh. Uh, it was huh. the last film released. Um, it was released basically right as the Disney takeover of Fox was happening. Okay. And it was the Ooh. last movie released under the 20th Century Fox Studios, oh, okay. as opposed to just 20th Century Studios. Mm-hmm. When Fox was dropped after Disney took over, um, and uh, I saw it actually on like Disney Plus under like the Star banner oh, stuff okay. because it was like basically like it came out sunk, no pun intended, and then <laughs> was put onto there like pretty quick. Immediately, yeah. It was like a very early. It was like you know very early in the launch of like Disney Plus. It was like you know around that time. Um, it's, uh, main characters, uh, Kristen Stewart okay. is the main star of it. And it's basically about, um, like a, um, it's kind of got like a, some Abyss-esque vibes. It's about like this, um, like a, a station underwater, like a deep, uh, a deep underwater station. And, uh, there's like scientists and there's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's, um, they but it's kind of a bit more sci-fi like they have these like uh these like un, um deep sea like exo suit kind of things that are like these really like they're almost like power suits yeah um, I'm, I'm looking at some some screenshots of this movie and, now uh, this suits looks are, the suits are really cool good. uh Kristen stewart does a really good job i think she's a good actress anyway, i like i like Kristen, but yeah. she does a really good job of carrying this movie like there mm-hmm. are other people in it but she's like definitely the lead in every way that you could you know uh imagine in the sense that she's definitely carrying the movie to a large degree Mm -hmm. and definitely the most like proactive and most sort of driving force Mm -hmm. character and she does a really good job in my opinion 
uh, in it, and um, and then basically like there's sort of a mystery aspect of like what is actually going on because it's like this huge disaster. Everything gets like wrecked. Most of the people get killed. You know, there's just a few survivors, and they're basically they go out on this like journey on like basically the bottom of the ocean with like these like suits that are like the only thing that you know could pretend could even keep them alive at all mm-hmm. but like obviously not forever and they try to like go find um you know the the other part of like because like the the actual like the drilling uh-huh. section is like in a different place and then there's like the station so they have to like make this journey and there's all this like mystery about like what's going on and then the ending or like the late part of it has a huge huge no pun intended literally huge twist Ah. That like I don't even I, I couldn't possibly give away because it's ma- I'm I I'm putting it on my to watch list. It's massive and it's like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, like that's what this is about. Like <laughs> that's so in good. The last like you know I, I completely don't exactly alters the, like the context of the whole well, film. It alter. It's more. It answers the question of like what you're the question that you have throughout the movie. Yeah. And when it answers it, you're like, that's not, not where I thought that that's was not going. the answer I was thinking. Um, okay. okay. I am sold and, on this. And the, I am. Yeah. And it has a really interesting, like the ending itself is interesting, even though it's, mm. it's like wrapped up quite kind of abruptly in some ways, because it's like, they kind of just run out of time. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, there's not really a whole lot more you could do with it. It's more just kind of like the ending is more just kind of like, let's like wrap up the threads mm-hmm. and basically just like, give like a somewhat satisfying I mean sometimes that's kind of the best ending an ending that isn't dragged out is a great movie by any means but I still think it qualifies as underrated because I don't think no one I know has heard of it um it completely flew under the radar the reason that I actually watched it is because um at the time I was like I knew I was like very aware of the fact that like I'd been so bad about like watching very many movies, mm. you know, in more recent years. So you were just like and, and reaching was, out for something. And I something. was like, okay, no, no, I was like literally like, I'm going to bring up the list of movies that came out that year, like in, in the year, like yeah. the past year, like that I was yeah. starting on. And then basically I'm going to like start at the beginning and just like watch as many of those <laughs> movies as I can to try and like yeah. catch up a bit on some of these movies, or at least the ones that stand out as like being something that might interest me anyway. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, one of the first ones on the list because it was, like, it literally came out. Like, I think it came out, like, January. Or oh, right. It was, like, one of the first movies that come out of the year. It may have actually been literally the first movie of the year. Wow. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start with this. And I started with that, and I really didn't get any further on that <laughs> list. Um, but I <laughs> That saw, movie just sunk the Well, sunk I, when it. I noticed that it was on on Disney Plus Star, I was right. just like, oh, well, that's convenient. So I was just yeah. like, I'll just watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, that was interesting. That was pretty neat. And then I just never really yeah. kind of followed through on no, it. No, I, I, it so sounds I, great. So it was really I'm, just by chance that I happened to see it, really. Yeah. And, um, but it, I, no one has talked about it. I've, like, never seen... It was on one of the lists, like, when I looked up just for this. Oh. When I Googled just, like, underrated films mm-hmm. of such and such year, you know, each of those years. It was actually on one of the lists I found. Um, and it was mentioned. And I was like, ah, oh, finally, somebody who actually, like, saw it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it did, didn't really do anything box office because it got kind of screwed by the, the changeover coming, right at the yeah. changeover and basically, uh, and it didn't really do much create, um, like critically, I don't remember what its rating was, but like, it wasn't like super low, but it wasn't very high either. Um, yeah. So I just, it's, you know, textbook underrated, but like, it's not amazing. That's why it's my number five, but 
uh, I really wish that more people knew about it just so I could at least talk to them. Because I don't yeah. want to tell anybody because, like... Spoiler. Because the yeah. spoiler is so big that I'm like, uh, like, to even tell them and mm. to tell anyone what it what happens is, like, it kind of ruins the whole, like, point of watching uh, the movie. Well, uh, I think I put this on my list. Yeah. I'm probably going to try and watch that this weekend. I, I this, It sounds great. I'm, All I'm, right. I'm excited about that. That's my five. Yeah. All right. You're four. All right. So my number four... Um, well, no, Liam Neeson has been on a tear the last three, four <laughs> years of just trying to make as many movies as humanly possible. Okay. Uh, most of them uh, just uh, bad. Just mm-hmm. eh, not bad. Just mediocre. Just okay. really like, uh, like yeah. he's going through the motions. The, mo- the rest of the movie just phones it in. Right. It's, they're like, what, what do you got in your movie? We got Liam Neeson. What else? That's we all got need. Liam Neeson. Well, that's all you need. That's like your selling did point you, right there. Did you write a script? Maybe. <laughs> did you, yeah. you know. There's a lot of movies that are just seem to be based around the fact that it's Liam Neeson in it. Yes. And there's really nothing And else. then that's yeah, all there is no to it. it. Yeah. So um, which one is this? This is from 2019. Okay. This is Cold Pursuit. Okay. Which, um, of the... Sounds like a very, like, straight-to-video 90s... <laughs> Uh, it it actually had a theatrical release. It yeah. it uh, and it, it, it actually had it actually a had a theatrical release. Wow. Um, and I it like basically broke even uh, in the theater. Um, sixty ish percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, just really like milk toast reception. Like just real middle of the road reception, both yeah. both theatrically and critically. Um, not too shocking, probably. Yeah. It, all these this movie is really great it's simple premise uh he uh works you pursue somebody through the cold <laughs> let me guess um no he lives in um uh oh it's an ironic title it's actually like in the desert uh well it's actually a remake of a movie a norwegian film um, so so it's definitely cold. Then. It's definitely cold. Yes. Um, yeah. And Liam Neeson, he 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 lives up in uh, the cold. I can't. Where was it exactly? Probably Alaska lives. or something. Um, it's um, to to to. Actually, he lives up. It's Colorado. Actually, he lives up in the, the this. Uh, yeah. Like up, 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 yes. In the yeah. Upper, um, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, he is a like really wildly. A recognized member of the town he lives in. He's like he was like I think the movie starts out with him being awarded like Citizen of the Year oh. for like helping look after the and not town. Not ironic way. No, no, no. Like everybody like, um, uh, and then his son is killed. This is I guess is another revenge movie. Uh, his son his son is killed. I see a theme starting. Um, by uh, it's like a a hero. I think it's a heroin overdose. Like the some oh. cartel guys like force his son to overdose oh, on man. on her- uh, heroin. That's the worst. Um, from like this like um, I think it's like a Denver drug cartel. Okay. Um, gotta watch out for those Denver. And yeah. so he um, basically seeks out like like revenge on these. Like, <laughs> I believe it's like something like in the trailer. It's something like because he like he has like a hunting shotgun mm-hmm. and he like. Cuts it down. He's like, and like they used like the quote, like something like he's seeking like sawed off justice or something oh, like wow. that. <laughs> well, you know how those trailers could be. Yeah. Um, and um, he uh, 
Except that, like, he has, like, a skill for killing guys. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he actually, like, he used to be someone who, before he... Of course, he, yeah. Before he retired to this town, he used uh, to be never, someone. Never seen that plot before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, um... Oh, who is it? Um, Excuse me. Somebody else in this movie is, like, his, his like go-to guy and it's, it's a famous person now and I, another famous person I can't, I can't remember that's fine um, but it's, it's like his like like I need some guns and he goes to this guy and the guy's like I thought you're like citizen of the year like what are you doing and he's like you know he explains to him what happened and he's like I need because he needs like information and stuff yeah. on where this cartel is from and everything and then of course he like the cartel like he kills some of their members and so they come after him but of course like he knows the area he knows the right and, and so he just like citizens citizen of the years them by like knowing the town and knowing how to hmm. and it's again one of those like it's pretty smart and and fun and Liam Neeson is doing a role which it, he feels like he's really having a good time doing this one, unlike some of the other ones where he's just like going through the motions. I guess this one has a lot of like, and I, I know you, like this one it didn't hit you as 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 much as as I enjoyed it, but I had, it's got some Taken vibes to it in terms of like his character. I just, I just think Taken's overrated because people yeah. went crazy. Yeah, over it. top five was, overrated films, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's alright. Like, yeah, yeah, um, but. Um, who is the other guy in this movie? It is killing me now. Oh, it's William Forsythe. Plays his oh. like oh, he's great. plays like his like his his like guy who knew him from the before time. Uh, he plays quite an, an eccentric uh guy too. Um and um Yeah, no, and it's it's just in a sea of these kind of like movies, like and Liam Neeson isn't the only one that does it. These movies that have come out in the last probably five years, six years. Uh, where you kind of just maybe you don't even watch the trailer you see like a few seconds of it and you give it not another glance this one I think is totally worth watching it's just a really good fun time uh, of a movie um, again it, it you know it is uh, Laura Dern's in it that's the other person who I was I was uh, oh. uh, it's, she's, his, she's his, his wife wow yeah um and uh killer so yeah um someone who we don't see as often um yeah 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 um it's pretty selective yeah yeah, yeah. that's why it was, was kind of even though that movie was meh, it was kind of cool that she was in the, the yeah. most recent jurassic park uh, well they had everybody in that movie yeah, was yeah, jurassic yeah. park they were, they were obviously like shooting for the fences yeah and... yeah i mean they shot for the moon but they cleared the fence. Yeah. Like I, that's what I would say. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but yeah, so uh, cool. that's a cold, All right. cold pursuit. Well, funny eh? enough that you uh, realized that you had a revenge theme going with your first two selections. Um, my next one, my number four, uh, which is is also take place underwater. <laughs> no, uh, it's the 2015 one that I oh, okay. kind oh, of messed oh, okay. up on. No, but no, it's no, the no, reason no, that's fine. That's fine. why it's like my was my trigger for this list in mm-hmm. the first place because I've always been wanting to have a chance to talk about this movie. But it's um, from 2015. It's American Ultra, which oh. also has Kristen Stewart, and so that's the connection with Underwater. That is a good. That is a yeah. yeah. That's and I mean, a of course, movie. you never would have considered it because it's outside of the no, range. No, I you, actually, you I actually got the rules. But I right. don't actually. I don't 
No, 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 no. It's that's fine. It's fine. It's it, the rules. <clears throat> Guidelines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't actually know if I would have considered this because in my I would have seen it, it, it under it both underperformed and it got very like man reviews. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I feel. Maybe it was just the combination of Kristen Stewart and uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, and Jesse Eisenberg in this. I feel like I heard about this movie yeah. for like before I saw it. Yeah. I saw it, and then afterwards, well, it felt like this. The 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 news about or not the news, like the media cycle yeah. on this movie never ended. Well, and also, so I assumed I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, it also has like besides them two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got Topher Grace, yes. Walton Goggins, John Leguizamo, oh, yeah, Bill Goggins Pullman, is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. Tony Hale, like it's got quite an impressive cast. It's, it is a good but movie. I, I just, I watched. I didn't it. know you had even seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. I saw it like ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched it. Twenty fifteen. I watched it totally just like on a whim, like on mm. a lark. Not really a big Jesse Eisenberg fan. Mm. You know the, the the that style of like what he does the, the, is not really the, my thing. But it the worked. quirky bumbling guy. But it totally worked for this movie, and and again I thought. Mm-hmm. That the what compensated for it was Chris Stewart. Yeah. Really, like, again, I was really blown away by her performance in this, and um, because, uh, yeah, it just it ended up just being way more entertaining and way more clever mm. and well done than what I was expecting, and so that's like where you really like the the underratedness really came after in the fact that like I looked it up and I'm like, oh, this like. Didn't this underperformed at the box mm. office? It got very kind of just like meh reviews, which kind of makes it underrated. But like for me, it was more just about like the discovery of like, oh, here's something that I normally never would have watched, mm-hmm. or that like, not that I never would have watched necessarily, but that like I had no real specific reason to watch. Mm. Like it wasn't like there wasn't anything about it that was crying out for like, hey, you watch me. Yeah. It was literally just like, eh. What the hell? You know, sometimes you just throw a movie on yeah. for no real reason. And I just ended up really liking it. So I was like, oh. And so when we were talking about doing like more recent underrated movies, that was like literally the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I got the rules wrong, it made it all the way to the final list because. Yeah, no, that's was... a really good. See, not knowing that this movie didn't actually yeah, do yeah. well. Yeah. That is a really good candidate for this. Yeah. And also, that is it is a really good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Much See, better than I was. It's one of those expected. because I you know, because of the cast, because of the media cycle around it, and because of my own perceptions of that movie, yeah. I would have had no guess that that movie had actually Well, I had to confirm because yeah. I was like I was like I feel like it probably was underrated because yeah. it didn't get See well, like, I was, like, I looked up to, like, confirm that, like, oh, yes, indeed, yeah. it was... Because uh, uh, this was something before we recorded the, the podcast. Uh, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the way to the recording here, we had, we had some chat. Yeah. And uh, I had a number of... I, three of my five initial movies, yeah. I had to go back and, like, look at, like, what, what makes this movie underrated? Yeah. And then upon doing research, realized... They were only underrated to me. In your mind, The yeah. movies were huge successes yeah. and critically well, acclaimed. I, and, but it was a case of, I... I never pursued the like. Oh, how did this movie do? Well, one that I had in mind, <laughs> because I was like, I feel like it didn't get its due. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I really had big in mind was like the recent, the most recent, um, like the Invisible Man from twenty twenty, right? Oh, the which one we, that we did. Which yeah, we yeah. did an episode on. 
because of that whole thing of its theatrical run being cut short by COVID. Right. And I, then it just, I was like, oh, it kind of got screwed over. And then like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I knew it did well, like had good reviews. Had like, a weird, had a weird media cycle yeah, around it Yeah, it had a too. weird media cycle because of all the COVID stuff at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I knew it had good reviews. Like it was well regarded critically and all that stuff. But I was like, I feel like that's kind of like an, and I looked it up and it's like, no, even with its. It made uh, a ton of money. And, cut short. Yeah. Because it's very low. Uh, budget low, yeah. relative cost yeah it's still like made like multiple many times more yeah. than its budget back yeah. so i was like oh okay yeah. so it got screwed over in the sense that like it could have been even more successful than it was but mm -hmm. it totally was successful yeah like I, it can't really be called underrated because yeah. it got like very high critical reviews and and it did well mm -hmm. at the box office yeah. so it's like okay fair enough i mean <laughs> the thing is there are. I, it seems like I just like it better than most other people I've talked to. I guess <laughs> there are so many movies, especially with the way like the last like five years or so of like movies to streaming has happened. Um, like we have basically like theatrical films just coming to streaming with yeah. with the equivalent it, of yeah. yeah. It's so much harder, I think, to go and say to judge like yeah. I've seen a film. Or, well, it's two things. It's easy to see a film and be like, this film is great. It must be super popular. And then nobody you know has ever heard or seen of it. Yeah. And the vice versa. Everybody you know is talking about a film that came out a few years ago on Netflix or whatever. And you go, I've never heard of this. What are you all talking yeah. about? Even though at the time you probably flipped past it a bunch of times. But maybe you yeah. had like a weird you know, like icon or whatever. And it, it didn't, it, the name didn't grab you or whatever. Yeah. Or it just got lost I in mean, the sea of movies. There are some obvious, like, like the sort of like Netflix equivalent of like blockbusters. It's sure. Like, when Netflix like, pushes it on you. They don't have box office, but like, you know that yeah. things like Extraction or Enola yeah. Holmes or yeah, like, exactly, you know, yeah. movies like that are like, those are big movies. Yeah. Like yeah. the fact that they didn't, they don't have box office because they're Netflix movies. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, like those aren't underrated movies. Cause like, those are movies yeah. that like are, big movies that everybody mm -hmm. knows that were you know at the top yeah. of you know uh um articles and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff so yeah i mean it's yeah. definitely a weird you know strange times we live in strange times sir yeah strange mm -hmm. maybe strange days even yes a, a term yeah <laughs> all right so you're three okay um so my number three is actually a movie that we've done on the podcast um okay so this movie's from 2018 Okay. It's Upgrade. Oh. Okay. Not sure. what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and this falls into the category of, uh, like, it, it's, it's got a fairly good, uh, review, like, critical mm -hmm. score, but, like, made no money. Even even with its, like, low budget, made no money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think its box office was, like, $3 million. It was, like, literally nothing. Yeah. And I have, outside of you and me... I have never heard anybody even know this movie exists. Um, yeah, because I've even heard like other people talk about like like other the other like Lee Wanell movies. That yeah, they, yeah. And, and the fact that they like them, and I've been like, oh, you should oh, see so Upgrade. Have you seen Upgrade. Yeah. Or, or like you must have seen Upgrade, and they're like, oh no, what's that? And I'm like, yeah. what? Like how? Okay. How do you like? Well, what you do is, is you turn to episode one hundred ninety-seven of the What We've Watched yeah. podcast where we talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It, and I, we both really enjoyed it. And I was less. Well, okay, yeah. you were a little less than two seconds. It you was didn't good. dislike it. You no, didn't dislike it was good. It. But, like, considering how it basically, like, this movie went blip and was gone. Yeah. And, like, 
I it, it does not feel fair to how yeah. how I feel, how enjoyable this movie was, how yeah. clever some of the ideas is. At least just how well the movie was put together. Yeah, like this movie fit like far outstrips like it's it's. I mean, uh, as far as I know, they're still got that like that like limited series like uh, follow up that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Pretty again, sure that was one of those. Happening. I don't know how that ended up. After, um, yeah, the television series, um, do the last news on the television series like was 2020. from 2020, so yeah. that might be dead. Might be. <laughs> Somebody owns the rights for that, but, um, uh, huh. yeah, so yeah, the the Leon Linnell, so start, yeah, with the Logan Marshall Green, the uh, not he is not Tom Hardy, yeah, even though he looks like Tom Hardy. He is not. He's got um, a bit of a Tom Hardy vibe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And uh, also, I mean, cuts back to your retirement because we did Invisible Man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was the predecessor. And then he's got the, what's it, the upcoming one? Um, does he have an upcoming one? Is that. Uh, I feel like we talked about that, but maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering. Um, well, I know that there was a. Um, well, because he did like the Insidious and the yeah, yeah, but uh, as far as like his personal involvement, like as a director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing. currently scheduled. Oh, okay, okay, interesting, um, interesting. Yeah, he's got uh, new. The new this year is the new Insidious movie, Insidious: The Red Door, mm-hmm. where he has a story by credit and a producer credit. And mm-hmm. then Saw Ten or Saw X or whatever you want to call right, it. Right, right. Um, he has oh, right, that's executive right. producer credit. Yeah, he has basically nothing to do with no, it because, no, no. but he just he always gets credit because he created the series. he created the series. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's I think not had. Sometimes any... you see that when you get those creator names to get attached to I stuff in media blips, and, saw... and you're like, but he didn't have anything to do. I with I believe that. Saw Three is the last one that he had full involvement full with. On, yeah, yeah, he, it was the last one that he wrote. And then... fair enough, you do three of those, you want to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now they've done. Now we're up to at ten. Yeah, yikes! But uh, well, the first seven were all in a row. They did. Yeah. Se- they did one. Every, one every year. Every year for seven years. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. that would. That's like eighties like it, horror movie. Yeah. Series vibes like like that does not happen anymore. No. To have that kind of quick but turnaround. Those movies cost nothing. Probably, yeah, but are it's also so easy to make. It's not just about that though. It's like the will to actually like make it happen. Continue. It just yeah. doesn't seem to exist in today's yeah. like industry. Yeah, yeah. no. Everything really. just seems to take like so long nowadays. A lot of, it's a lot of probably, probably due to after. Yeah, well, and all these weird, complicated like relationships of studios and yeah. sub studios and production companies. Yeah, and who owns what and who's yeah. being sold to who and mm-hmm. yeah. All right, it's messy. It's messy. Yeah, my so, three. Yeah, under your three is also a movie that we did. Okay, a okay. Um, uh, uh, an oh, episode on. Okay, uh, and it's quite a relatively recent one. Oh, okay, because oh. it's from twenty twenty two. Okay, so this and is something we did last ambulance. year. Ambulance. Oh, is Ambulance underrated? Yeah, it it underperformed at the box office by okay. quite a bit, and okay. it was it had like mixed reviews probably yeah. better than average michael bay reviews but Fair. still pretty mixed oh, okay. but it underperformed big time see this is one of those ones much like uh 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 
uh, American Ultra, yeah. where the media circus around that movie, yeah, because I it was a was, Michael Bay movie, a Michael Bay movie, I was like, that movie must have been huge. Yeah, like it, it, yeah, underperformed at the box office, grossing approximately fifty-two million worldwide altogether, on a budget of about forty. That's not. Yeah, that's not good because you got advertising on top of that forty. Yeah, and for a Michael Bay movie. I mean, right. coming, yeah, because wow. coming off of like doing like Transformers mm-hmm. and stuff, which even the worst Transformers movie, yeah, is still like a, a big, huge, huge blockbuster, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, no, the, Ambulance, such a good movie. Well, I just feel like it's so. <laughs> the main reason I feel it's underrated is because, like, I feel like it's like it's one of the best, or if not the best, like Michael Bay movie in terms of like just yeah. actually being interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it, he brings all of his usual like, you know, action prowess, but like with that much smaller budget, mm-hmm. which meant that it was very like much more focused on, well, first of all, a lot more real stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like way, way not, less. Not fantastical. Yeah. Like yeah. way less like CG and like ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more just like good old fashioned Bayhem, you know, mm. lots of like car action and, yeah. and sh- you know, uh, gun action and, you know. More bad boys um, than. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like bad boys one. Yeah. More bad boys uh, one than Transformers three. Yeah. yeah. And, and like it had like good characters mm-hmm. it had some good performances like that. I mean, that it, I mean, we said everything there is to say about yeah, it when in that, we did in that on episode. The episode yeah. But I mean, the beautifully unhinged performance oh, by Gyllenhaal, so good. <laughs> you know, like in like this movie gives me hope in some ways that like maybe Michael, like Michael Bay did the tra- those Transformers movies. Yeah, he got that out of his system. Yeah. Now, can, well, because he can we can we have more Michael Bay. Like, like like ambulance movies. Yeah, just doing something interesting. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's what I love. About I mean, I guess a lot of that comes it's down still to an action what, like, movie. It's still like what like he's the director. Yeah, but what like what script he attaches himself. Yeah, like to, it's still you know? an action movie. It's still a Michael Bay movie, mm-hmm. but it just has a lot more interesting. It's more along the lines of like Pain and Gain. Yeah, in, yes. in his canon, which is also than than it is like good. a yeah. lot of his other movies because it's like it doesn't have that just total brainlessness that it doesn't have that mm-hmm. like it's it's very interesting. It has like a cool yeah. concept to it. It has some great uh, actors, mm-hmm. and I mean, like I said, we said everything. I mean, pretty much there is to say in the episode we did on it, but like. I yeah, I would love to see more of this sort of thing from yeah. him and less of like, like you say, oh, like the, right. the Transformers yeah, that's kind of right. stuff. Yeah, because I forgot the because this is an, it's an adaptation. Yeah, and then the screenwriter is yeah. like somebody who has nothing. Like yeah. he has no, doesn't even have like a Wikipedia page. He has nothing. Like, no <laughs> other credit to his well, name. Well, great. So, like so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so that's uh, my. I thought you might have it. On your oh list, yeah. So. Again, I this is one of those ones where I got fooled by. I thought that by might be a crossover. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess not. Yeah, no, no. Uh, right. That's my three. I think, uh, yeah, that probably probably ends any chance of crossover between the two of us now. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so my number two mm-hmm. is a movie that uh, came out in uh, 2019. Uh, pretty sure it was straight to streaming, although I don't think I saw it till like, probably 2020. Okay. Um, and it is um, The Personal History of David Copperfield. Okay. It's uh, it, it definitely had a theatrical release. Oh, did that have a theatrical oh, yeah. release? Okay. Um, Maybe not a huge one, but yeah. Uh, but because uh, I remember seeing. I, well, I know it had. I remember like, seeing trailers in the theater. It, it made like. Oh, okay. Okay. It. Yeah. it made like. 
it made its money back. Like it was a $15 million movie that made $15 million box office. And so I didn't, I wasn't sure if that was, cause I, I, I couldn't find any real um, numbers. Like, cause like it had, it was, what was it? It had like, it grossed $2 million in United States and Canada. I'm like, well, did that even, was that even a box office? Was that even a theatrical release? <laughs> or was that like one of those like limited releases yeah. that they do? I mean, it had to know. be some kind of um, limited release. But yeah, so $15 million worldwide, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, but um, this does have a very high um, Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. Like it's like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. But, it's, but it's also like, it again, because of the re- I release, to see it, it I was kind of just came and it. went like... I've never talked to anybody who's most people I talk to don't don't even know this movie exists. I remember seeing the trailers yeah. and being like, hey, I'm like Dave Patel, famous Dave Patel. Yeah, yeah. You know, Green Knight, Dave Patel. Did, um, I mean, Green Knight, huge success, yeah. right? Uh, you know, but I mean, Dev though, not uh, Dave. Uh, Dave, not, Dev Patel. He's not a Sorry. white guy. He's not a white guy. <laughs> That's harsh. Uh, but Dave Chappelle, yeah. also not a white guy. Well, but a Dave. Yeah, but those are slave names. Yeah, fair enough. Harsh, but fair. Um. Uh. Well, yeah, because he's he's not. Dev Patel is white. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. British uh, Indian. British Indian. Yeah. Uh. Great actor. I, I like I like Dev Patel a lot. Yeah. Um. But um. No. And it's like just an inter- super interesting, loosely based on Charles Dickens. Yeah. Um. Dickens. But um. Wouldn't want to scare the Dickens out of anyone. Yeah. The Dickens out of anyone. Yeah. Nobody gets me. <sighs> that joke's never going to die. <laughs> uh, no joke from that movie is ever going to die. Uh, anyways. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember the trailers and mm-hmm. stuff and being like, hey, that looks really cool. I should totally watch that. Yeah. And then obviously, it's got, of course I never did. It's got some good feel-good vibes. It's beautiful. It's well acted and just like both like visually and like cinematography on it is super beautiful. And... Um, I, it's, it's one of those, like, it's very high on my list because it's like, I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like, there's nothing I can really, like, say about it without, like, because you haven't seen it. It's yeah. one of those, like, you know, tough things to talk about. Um, yeah. But uh, I... Well, I have to watch yeah. The Great Night as well, so... Yeah, see, that's... Uh, the, I'll, I'll, I'll do a Dev Patel double yeah. feature. Not under, under uh, rated... Well... That's uh, whew, those are two very different movies. <laughs> well, not in a row, like okay. not the same. Sorry, night. you said double feature. Well, so. I know, but yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I need to see them both, and yeah. I need to see them both fairly soon. Yeah, let's put yeah. it put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a, a Green Knight is uh, also. I mean, I think these movies are both like equally good, just in vastly different ways. Yeah. Um, um, but this is uh, one of those like. I don't want to say like movies can make you happy when you watch it. Like not that it's just all lollipops and rainbows to the you know the movie. There is you know d- dramatic storytelling and and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it um, it's just really good. Um, I think it, I think it's on Netflix right now. You know I guess I mean gosh to think now that this movie's pushing four years old now is is kind of crazy. Uh, that that was one of the biggest things in doing this list was thinking of like oh i'm gonna look at like underrated movies from the last you know five six years and then being going like wait i saw that movie five years ago no get out of here and it's like no no that movie came out five years ago 
okay, all right, <laughs> fine, what is time? But, uh, but yeah. All right, so uh, it's your number two. Okay. Uh, so my number two is from 2019 okay. as well, okay. <laughs> I guess. All right. You just said 2019. And it's Alita Battle Angel. Oh. Um, because it was positioned as like a big movie and mm-hmm. it funny enough because it was directed by because um james cameron mm-hmm. obviously intended to make it for many years but by the time that it actually happened he didn't have time or well had he waited until he had time it probably never would have happened so he finally decided he recruited robert rodriguez to direct it and funny enough because rodriguez is such like more of like an indie guy Right. It was like the highest grossing movie that Robert Rodriguez had ever released, but it's <laughs> but it still, still like underperformed <laughs> because it was such a big movie. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, needed yeah. to make a lot more because it mm-hmm. it only did like four hundred million or something worldwide, which is like a titanic amount compared to any other yeah, movie. Anything he'd ever done. But the before. problem is is most Robert Rodriguez movies only cost like a few million, right? So um and it, you know, had somewhat mixed reviews, but like I I didn't really know what to expect exactly. Like, I, I wouldn't say I had high expectations, even though, obviously, I'm a fan of the people involved. I was somewhat aware of the the property beforehand. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen the anime, like, right. a long time ago, so I kind of had some idea what it was about, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't know the specifics that well. It but, had like, a... I ended up really just enjoying For it. For something that hasn't had anything, like, you know, I too saw the anime. I've, I've yeah, read yeah. The, the manga, or, or not all of it, but but, yeah. but the, a few volumes of it. And it's like, but it's all. It's very. It's a very old property. Yeah. And the the, the bo- clamor for people to like, it seemed like the clamor for like, oh, it's being done finally. And I'm like, it's kind of an obscure old thing now. Yeah. And well, I think it was just because it was something that had been on like the docket for so long as. Because, like, Cameron had been talking about it yeah. for literally, like, since it came out, yeah. since the original came out, pretty much. Yeah. Like, he'd always been a fan of it and always intended mm-hmm. to make a movie of it, but it just took, like, literally, like, decades yeah. for it to happen, pretty much. Um, but, like, I just thought that it it struck me a lot, like, it, it kind of gave me the same kind of vibe as, like, when Zack Snyder made Watchmen. Sure. Where it was something that was, like, a... Uh, like a property that just like, like, man, this is gonna be really tough to pull off, and it was like, well, it also had the vibe of no matter like, it was like okay, much like the Watchmen, yeah. no matter what is done, yeah, the fans are gonna be unhappy. Well, and 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 I felt like it was not much like with Watchmen, certainly not perfect, mm-hmm. it has its issues, but like realistically in the world, in the real world probably about as good of a yeah. movie that was going to be made of that material source material as you could expect and i was disappointed that it wasn't as well received as like you know i mean it still is considered marginally a success there is some debate about whether once everything was tallied up if it broke even or if it lost like a little bit of money well, are they making it but they still intend to yeah, return to it eventually. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's going to work now. But I mean, but then I think about it, and it's just like, well, like see, I forget in that, my like, mind, it was only 2019. That's yeah. only a few years yeah, ago. Yeah. It feels like forever ago. Yeah. Mostly yeah. because it's pre-COVID, did, yeah, and these yeah. last few years since COVID have felt like 
like a, a decade. Well, they felt like yeah, they felt know? like both forever, but also like I watched like a million movies in these last two <laughs> yeah. years, and so I know yeah, that's what I mean. It, like it feels, it feels like, like so long ago, but then I forget. Like oh no, it was only like 2019, yeah. so that's it, only like. So, yeah, it could easily still happen, and it wouldn't be that, I feel like, in my mind, like, the only news cycle I remember about this movie is that, like, people can't wait for it to come out. And then when the trailers hit, everybody was freaked out by the giant eyes. And then it was just like, what's up with those giant eyes for, like, six months? There's a bit of an Uncanny Valley aspect where, like, you you have to accept the fact that you have a a, a CGI uh, lead character that is not a human well basically <laughs> no she's not a human yeah but the problem is is because she looks human enough uh, yeah. that it causes that disconnect because it's yeah. not like a creature effect mm. where you can just kind of in your mind you can be like oh it's a creature or even like a like a like a like a hulk kind of thing yeah, where yeah. like yeah but hulk is like he's giant yeah, he's yeah. green he's got sort of you know various yeah. non-human this, aspects she looks like a doll that looks too much like a person yes yeah. and unlike in those 80s commercials that we watched yeah. with the doll and that looked cre- nothing like a person and people were creeped out by it, stuff yeah. like that but I thought that um, I, I, I I love the I aesthetics loved, of this movie yeah I yeah. thought the aesthetic was great the mm-hmm. design aesthetic was great uh, and I thought Rosa Salazar um, yeah. as uh, Lita was great um, and uh, I feel bad because she probably got so much Oh sure. Hate for it. Sure. It's just I mean, not the, the fair. cool thing is, is that like, because of the character mm. design, like people don't really know what she looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they do, but they don't because yeah. the character looks like her, but not, not quite. Re- yeah, yeah. And so you know, it's kind of neat. You know. Um, uh. But like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was, yeah. Like it's not perfect. Obviously, it's got its issues here and there. There was a little bit of, maybe a little too much of like, Titanic Cameron in there with like really cheesy like young yeah. love yeah sure, uh, sure. Uh, uh, loves you know um like young romance story mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. really really kind of not I mean you know but like overall it I I thought it was quite yeah, good like it, no, I, I like the it. action was effective like it had a really great world building um, that's a good pick yeah. And and I just it really disappointed me. It got a lot more flack than it. Yeah, deserved, it got a lot more flack sure. than it deserved. I felt, and it also just that underperforming, which meant that basically we're in this kind of limbo of like, mm-hmm. there might be another one, but there might not because who knows? You know, there wasn't that like drive to be like, oh, we got to get on this right away because it yeah. was a huge hit. It was just like, no, it was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of like what happened with like the Warcraft movie. Yeah, you know, which I don't think was as good as this, but. It was a similar kind of thing of like, like, well, it did okay overseas, and it was like, eh, kind of it. It, it but actually it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, the, the reception to this, and and you know, it is always tough whenever you do something from source material because people are going to be like, why did you change this? Why didn't you include this? Yeah, blah blah blah. You know, it's like, well, we it's a first off, it's a movie. Yeah. Based on a comic book series that ran for years, so uh, you know, like yeah. you're trying to but stuff I mean, they so were much trying story. to do just the beginning yeah. of the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it was clearly constructed to leave yeah. room for the sequels. Yeah. And I think that the problem with that is that it meant that yes, they didn't have to like all encompass the entire story in one movie, which would have been crazy. But it also meant that like for people who don't know anything about 
the fact that it's part of a larger thing, yeah, it might be a little unsatisfying because there's a lot of elements introduced that, that like, just, don't go anywhere yeah. because they're set up. Yeah. But it's big, like big world elements. That, but like yeah. for most people, like your average moviegoer, they're just like, well, why did they introduce that element? Like and do nothing with it, and it's like, well, that's setting up for like potential future sequels, but it's like that may not happen now, so who knows, you know? Yeah. So yeah, but I really liked it. Um, yeah, no, that's and, a good, uh, that's a really good pick. I, I yeah. feel like it's very underrated in that mm-hmm. it not only underperformed, but like people just don't seem to talk about it anymore. Like mm-hmm. it just sort of fell off the radar very quickly. Well, I, it's. Like it just no, no sort of, news. It came of, out no concrete of, news of a sequel yeah. followed like even like a year or two later yeah. means that like it fell out of the media cycle. Yeah, so and fast. then people just stopped talking yeah. about it. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's yeah. my two. That's your two. All right. So my number one is um, a movie that uh, I really enjoyed a okay. lot. Like, well, clearly way more than I should have. Oh, um, here we go. This is another Chris special. Oh, this is like, a Chris special right here. You pick something terrible as your number uh, one. It's got middling to low reviews. Yeah. Most people did not like this film. Okay. Uh, so that's it, probably going to include it me then. just failed to break even in the box office. So basically it was a box office failure. Yeah. Um, that is 2017's King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it, so. Yeah. Um... This is the uh, this is the uh, uh, Guy Ritchie yeah, directed yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, Charlie Hunnam yeah uh, and uh, who Ju- I do really like yeah she's good in this uh, Jude Law plays uh, uh, the villain uh, it's really great I don't know why people didn't like this movie <laughs> it's it's are you sure it's so much okay here's the thing what if people said they didn't like about it. I think it just... Oh, I didn't, like, specifically look. Oh, okay. It just, like... Right. Just the general reception was okay. poor. Like, people okay. didn't like this movie. Okay. Um, and, well, and because of that, almost I almost know nobody who's seen it because they were all like, was in the movie? Everybody said that movie was terrible, yeah. so they didn't watch it. Gotcha. You know? Um, it, uh, the characters are great in this film. The bad guy's great. Charlie Hunnan and his the crew of his, his, his uh, mm-hmm. uh, compatriots is great. It's uh, a good film like medieval slash medieval like fantasy medieval um you know obviously not dragons and stuff but you know there is magic um uh uh setting it's got uh a good amount of humor and action and uh it's guy rich movie it's a guy rich movie yeah exactly it is absolutely which to me is like how did people not like everybody loves the guy rich people don't like his movies when they're not like yeah you know what? There was there was no unintelligible like Irishman in this movie. Yeah. And, and, you well, know. actually, to be honest, not enough guns. I'm sorry. It was to medieval. be honest, I mean, Guy Ritchie movies in general, it's it's kind of a niche thing. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people just don't like Guy Ritchie movies. Period. Yeah. Like, like in the general public, like, yeah. they're just not a popular. I think the only really mainstream popular stuff he did mm-hmm. was like the um, the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, because, and that's really kind of driven by the fact that, you know, it was, it was Robbie Downey Jr. at a very high point, you know, where people were like, oh, he's, he's Iron Man and Mm. he's Sherlock Holmes, you know, and, and, and those movies were just, they were well marketed, 
and they were just you know very they were made in a very kind of like mainstream blockbustery kind of way um but other than that i feel like guy Ritchie is like a an eternal like cult favorite yeah director like i don't feel like i've like Every one of his movies. I don't feel like I mean, I've seen most of his movies are his that movies. well liked in the mainstream. It, at so all. it's it is that more. It's more it, of a I cult. think. I mean, I've yeah. never really heard of like, yeah, you know, his stuff yeah. really being that like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess yeah, because even yeah, even going back to like some of his early stuff, like you know, Snatch and Lock Song yeah. and Two Smoking Barrels and stuff like that. Like, like they hardly set the box office on fire. Uh, yeah, I guess know. that's yeah. They were, but like they're well regarded because mm-hmm. the people who who you know. But even like recent, like he's you know like the gentleman is like his recent yes return yeah. to form, which mm-hmm. is much more like his older stuff. And I mean, I love that. And that's actually pretty old now. It's yeah. a twenty twenty film. Like I, I, like I love that style of <laughs> yeah. stuff that he does, right? Yeah. But I I think when he goes outside of that box, like just a lot of people are just mm-hmm. kind of like, what's he what's he doing? Yeah. What's he trying to do? Like yeah. he doesn't do that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. like here's like I will compare this movie to the D and D movie. Yeah. And I quite enjoyed the D&D movie. Yeah. But I think in many ways, this movie's better. Well, that's saying but, a lot I know. because... <laughs> Here's the thing. The D&D movie is a great, fun romp. Yeah. But it plays it safe, I think, with so many yeah, but aspects of it. That's how you like, get success. I, I guess that's <laughs> Playing it. Playing it safe. It's, it, it's, it's everything is like... like like we're gonna be funny, but not too funny. We're gonna have action, but not like too much action. Yeah. And every nothing feels like it really has any stakes. Yeah. Like nothing. Like it's all like. But it, but at the same time, like oh, the actors all nail their roles. It's really pretty yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I mean, I see and, what you mean. And this movie, that... King Arthur, is like it makes so many mistakes. Yeah. Like in terms of like like weird bits of plot and stuff like that. Right. But the the it's kind of like it's got that Guy Ritchie Gonzo yeah, yeah, feel yeah. to it that I think makes it super enjoyable. Like, I'm not saying like it's better than the D&D movie. I understand. But I feel like like you could it's watch... It's more interesting to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And But I know it's, it is like... No, it seems like nobody liked this movie. <laughs> and well, so... Maybe I'll yeah. have to actually yeah. watch it and I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that would ever happen, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's, and that's the thing. It's it's hard to encourage, and I and that's the one of the trickiest things to do. I think with underrated what, movies. Do you think it's harder to get people to watch something that like they heard bad things about, or harder to get people to watch something that they just like haven't heard anything about and just like have no frame of reference at all? I think it's harder to if they've heard bad things about it. Yeah. Because that already predispositions a person. If you've heard nothing about a movie, I can show you a trailer and then that will set your expectations. Right. But if you've already heard bad things about a movie, you go watch the trailer. And I know because I've done this myself, I will go watch a trailer and mentally will just pick all the bad stuff out of the trailer and go, oh, I can see why everybody hates this. Look at what the trailer's shown. Right. And I mean, unless it's a spectacular trailer, but those yeah. are few and far between. Yeah. Usually, a trailer will sometimes, set you up for. Sometimes I actually feel the opposite way. Like sometimes yeah. I feel like because sometimes people will watch something that they heard bad things about just because, like, for like the morbid curiosity of. Like, I mean, what is it? I, I guess okay. Some people are like, oh, like maybe it's bad, but like it'll be fun. It guess it depends on what they. But heard. the problem is, it's like things that people just don't hear about, like. 
they just like you can't it's just dismissed it's like it's nothing it's like yeah. it doesn't exist and so yeah. you can give them a title and you can say oh such and such from from yeah. like 2019 and they, and, yeah. they, and, they, and it just blanks because like yeah. if they have no frame of reference it's like it doesn't even exist yeah. it's like even if you tell them the title it just goes like one in one end and yeah. out the other whereas like something that they heard bad things at least there's something to spark that's a true. spark yeah. of recognition yeah. but no because if somebody has heard something bad about yeah. a movie if that movie's bad and you go like i saw it they're wrong yeah and they maybe they trust but you I'm a little saying, more than general but i'm not movies. saying you're always wrong i'm yeah. saying i'm not trying to t- contradict you i was just curious what you thought yeah because i feel like sometimes that's probably the mm. case but also i feel sometimes yeah it's the other way around mm. because it's difficult to make people like, and, and I'm, that's it is what, true. It that, is and true. That's what I find with like things like Hudson Hawk, where it's like, it might as well not cases, exist. It's not for even a lot of so people. much that people have heard bad things. It's for the most part, just nobody's yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Or even something like Buckaroo Banzai, sure. which is like a very strong, like cult favorite has a huge following, but like ask the average mm-hmm. man on the street, they just haven't heard of it. Yeah. And it just sounds weird I guess to them. They're that, like, Buckaroo that, Banzai, that, what's that? Like, what is, what is, stupid. what is worse? Like, obscure versus poorly rated yeah right and it's like it just depends like it's there is no hard and fast yeah, 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 rule yeah, yeah, yeah. that always applies yeah. it's M- different much like the underrated umbrella yeah, there's yeah. no yeah. all um, right so what's your number one my number one well my number is one. this where you say something and i hit my forehead and be like son of a mm, not necessarily okay. it may just be that your opinion differs yeah. this is a movie that we i believe we did an episode on okay uh it was also my number one my overall number one movie of that year. Oh, okay. When we did like our year lists. Oh, uh, it's right. 2018 and it's Mandy. Oh. Because, because, I first of all, yes. It, it okay, did, this it is well, where I do the, I had no idea this was considered well, an it underrated did, it film. Well, it did decently cr- critically. Mm-hmm. It was somewhat mixed in some areas, but like mostly it got good reviews. Yeah. It was well regarded within like the niche kind of audience of like people who would be into this type mm-hmm. of thing. But like literally basically nothing box office. Like oh. literally it may as well have not even been released. Oh, like like wow. it was like like huh like it it was like because you know, of the kind of movie buy it a was. sandwich oh no you can't because your movie didn't even make enough to buy because a sandwich. of the kind of movie it was and of course the Nicolas Cage yeah and and the the because it was you know a very to, to use that word again Gonzo film um, the media cycle around this movie seemed to have never ended like it went all I mean I'm not sure certainly not a mainstream media cycle no I, but like on the the, the sites that like I websites the, the websites like that. that I yeah, visited that's so, what I mean like, it, it felt like this movie was talked about a lot it's so I assumed this movie did well also I think the thing was is because like I didn't see it till like I you know like I guess I'm part of the problem I didn't see it in the theater I didn't see it till yeah. it came, went to streaming um I didn't realize it even had a full big theatrical release. Well, it didn't. That's the thing. Uh, it did have okay. only a limited. Uh, okay, but like so much, much in the same way. Like uh, David Copperfield also only had yeah. a super limited uh, uh, release, which is why its numbers were so low. Yeah. Um, but it. But it, the thing is, is that it because cost... in in the realm of popularity, yeah, like I think everybody I know has seen this movie. Laura saw this movie. Yeah. And this is not her kind of movie. Yeah. And I think she may have wishes she hadn't seen this movie. Mm. <laughs> 
Well, I just feel like... Just because it's not her kind like of film. Like, mainstream-wise, I, I don't just, know... It just really blipped out, eh? Well, no, I just I just don't think that it's, like... um, Yeah, it was, like, $1.7 on a $6 million budget. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so, look, here's the thing. When you see a movie like this, you're like, this is a $6 million budget. Sure. Yeah. Going to budgets, my yeah. number one. Yeah. That movie, that... Yeah. That had a hundred and fifty million yeah, dollar yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squan. I mean, oh, like I said, it's my number one. I really liked it. Yeah, that was not a hundred and fifty million dollar yeah. movie. Well, I don't know where they spent that money. Yeah. But it wasn't well, <laughs> it's more just the fact of like, you know, if you like, it seems very. Um, yeah, we absolutely did an episode on Mandy. Yeah, it, it just seems like it's it it's it's certainly like a I guess you could call it like a cult hit, mm -hmm. but it was not like I think it's very under. It's under like like um, how do I put it this another way? Okay, if you ask for people like top like Nicolas Cage movies, mm. it's probably not going to be on there. Because just like it's it would be not... on mine, no, no, but, no, no, but what that's, I mean that's is, different. What I mean is, is that like it's it's very unmainstream, and I think yes. that most of the yes. people who would have been like, oh yeah, Nicolas Cage, he's fun, and and but it's like it, all the ones that they would think of would be like the more mainstream stuff, mm -hmm. and certainly he has made so many movies, and especially in recent years. And to me, Mandy stands out as one that's on a different kind of level. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it really got that that kind of... Like, mm. it was well-received in terms of, like, reviews, but I don't feel that there was that separation where it was like, mm. oh, this is on that higher tier of yeah. Nicolas Cage movies. It felt like it just got lost of, like, oh... Another another week, another Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is a good one, but that's it. We're going to say it's a good one and then move on because next week there's going to be another Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Right? And for me, <laughs> so I feel like it's that, like, this is one where it definitely comes down to much more of a subjective opinion. Yeah. But for me, like, I just feel like this movie should have been more, like, for, well, like for example, to, they talk more about the horrible, uh... Wicker Man remake with Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah, yeah. Than, it, than this movie ever got talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And again, but like, the audacity of that movie, of the Wicker Man, was so, like, its terribleness yeah. outweighs... But that's like, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. like why, that's well, not like, fair. Yeah, talk, talk about, about that movie that's more really because great. it's terrible. Talk about a movie talk about that's about this really movie because it's so yeah. good, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... But yeah. like like you said, like, there was a... There I mean, was part a big, of that too, There was a big news cycle for it. But, like, once that was over, it was just mm. kind of like, nope, that's it. Because like, it's you also, know. It, like, I mean, it is, for all intents and purposes, like a, a horror movie. Um, that really limits, I think, to, you yeah. know. Uh, I mean, you say that, but, like, there are a lot of, I mean, like, look at the Saw movies. Yeah, like, look at the, true. there's a lot of it's horror true. movies that have that mainstream breakthrough yeah, that true. consistently get released mm -hmm. in theaters, do huge, huge business. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a really good movie. Mandy's so good. Yeah. Episode 164. So it's definitely subjective. Like a also, lot of people. Also in my top five that yeah, year as well. It's definitely like subjective. A lot of people yeah. may not consider it underrated, but I do still because yeah. I feel like it wasn't yeah. given its proper recognition. Yeah. In, you know. I mean, it was definitely one of those like. And it saw was the trailer, was like. Yeah. 
I must see and, this. And, and even to say, like, okay, well, the reason it didn't have a huge box office is because it had a very limited Yeah, because that's probably why I didn't see it in theater. Probably wasn't out in theater. No, here. it had, yeah. like, it was, like, in 250 theaters or something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Right? But, like, but why? Like, why? that why, alone... Why would you do that? That alone shows that there was no faith in its yeah. ability to draw an audience. So if you're just going to dump it to, like, video on demand without giving a chance to do... Yeah. Because, like, look what happened with Invisible Man. Like, it, it had a mm-hmm. short run because it mm-hmm. got cut short by... By COVID, but it still did better in the box office than it did. See, interesting. I think the thing also, Mandy was also a trigger too. I think the here's the one thing that Mandy did do is while it performed poorly, it was for those who saw it very loved. Yeah, and I'm not denying that. No, and so I just don't feel like enough people saw it. uh, Since then, that I just think like Mandy was the start of the. The Nick Cage, like, I'm doing lots of movies, come back. And a lot of those movies, uh, a number of those movies have gone to theater. Yeah. That he, he did because they were like, we missed the boat on Mandy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. we shouldn't have. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, is most of those movies did terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though some of them were, were good. Uh, you yeah. know, like, you know, he he has done some, like, huh. You know, as a as a I will watch everything that Nick Cage is in person. Yeah. Um, he did some ones where I'm like, no, you put this in the theater. You shouldn't put Mandy in the theater. Right. You screwed up. But, it, you know, it's too late to go back. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so it, I think it maybe did renew at least. Maybe. The the the, the people's reception on it renewed um, the 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 studio's faith and we can put we can put yeah. these crazy Nick Cage movies well, in theaters. For a while, there was a lot coming out that like like there was um, like Knowing, yeah. and Next, <laughs> and like a lot of like Nicholas Cage movies that did come out in theaters. That I just forgot he did both of those. Didn't really yeah. do. Anything, oh yeah, yeah. That was know? there was an era that was just like it was just like oh what? like well that's what I mean. It's just like and then and yeah. now they're focusing more on limited releases yeah and like streaming Str- releases. streaming releases yeah but yeah. like it's still basically like another week another new Nicolas Cage movie yeah. like it's it's just constant yeah like I don't think like you'd have to really be on time I mean he does keep up he does like three to four movies a year and I mean like, it feels like more if, it's it's well if you definitely if you go on like Netflix or something like that and you just scroll through they'll just be like Wait, another Nicolas Cage movie? When did this come out? It what the like, hell? <laughs> like, it feels like maybe he doesn't come out with so many per year, but it feels like there's always, like... There's always one out. There's always, like, ten Nicolas Cage movies in development or, like, <laughs> being filmed or in post-production. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it, it just feels like there's always constantly... Mm-hmm. I mean, that man has an Oscar. <laughs> Give him a... For, oh, for um, leaving, Las, leaving Vegas. Las Vegas, which yeah. is a which is an unbelievably good movie. Like that is a freaking. Yeah, it took me a second film. to think about like oh what? yeah yeah um what, oh, it's okay everybody does that because that yeah. was a long time well, ago because I think because I was the was 90s. nominated for um uh oh what's the one with Cher it was our lost episode oh oh uh, yes he was was he, he nominated he was for nominated that? for Moonstruck yeah he was incredible in that yeah um and that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Our late lament. Well, let's see. He did two, three, four movies in 2017. Five, six movies in 2018. Yeah. See. Uh, although one of those was just uh, voice. Yeah. Or two of those were just voice. Yeah. But still. Uh, yeah, one, but still. two, three, four, five, six. Se- he did seven movies. Yeah. 
one of those, he was a narrator, but regardless, yeah. in 2019. Yeah. He just, you know, okay, 20, 20, 20, 21, he did less movies, but everybody was doing less movies. Right. You know. Uh, but you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. So, you know. I don't know. Um, I could be wrong. But it's, you know, but it's, for it's me, a judgment, it's a lot it's a of like, call. he does a lot of bad movies, but it is, he does a lot of good. And it's, I think it's always worth giving a Nicolas Cage a chance. Well, because you, know, you want to at least see his performance. Exactly. Like, I he, mean, that's what you watch. Even if the for, rest right? of the movie yeah. is nothing. Yeah. You want to at least see his performance. Yeah. Right. You know, um, that was probably, you know, watching, I just, I watched Renfield Color recently. Color Space. Oh yeah. Um, was like, I thought Renfield was pretty good, but it was like, could he use more Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Like, cause he wasn't the main character. No, and I know? mean, I don't think and it was that was intended, the intent. You know, that was the intent. Yeah. Um, because him as Dracula is frigging fantastic, you know. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, so that is our um, top five. Uh, more part two. More recent, more, more recent <laughs> underrated films. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, got, I got a couple movies that almost made my list. Okay. Um, Movies that I think def- definitely a lot of these fall into the um, category of like did poorly, poorly rated. Yeah. Um, but I but I quite liked um, uh, Valerian and City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, I was thinking about. It's very close. That one was under consideration. Yeah. Um, uh, Bright, uh, which was the that yeah. was the I heard kind of mixed things, and I was like, ah, it sounds really interesting. So I I still kind of want to see it, and I I got like maybe like. I don't know, fifteen minutes in, yeah, and I just lost interest. You're, just, you're like, I'm good. I'm it, good. It just wasn't that yeah. gripping. Uh, 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 also, a uh, bright burn, which is the yeah. evil Superman kid. Um, yeah, I didn't. Which I, didn't I thought was quite it. good. I didn't see it. Um, the the ones that I thought were underrated that I had on my list that turned out uh, were not underrated at all. <laughs> I had uh, sorry to bother you, which okay. I has, yeah. we've, I've talked about before. Yeah. Um, uh, turned out that movie was way bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, um, I've heard it talked about uh, in, in the same vein. Uh, I've definitely heard it talked about way yeah. more than say like Mandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, in the same vein, uh, more recently because it's also uh, uh, with uh, the big thing. Uh, what's his name? The big one with that one is that everybody is always tiptoeing around trying not to like spoil anything oh yeah, yeah. because they're well, like because it is like, a lot I need of to talk about this movie but like i can't actually like <laughs> yeah, say anything it, because... it is unfortunately one of those ones that is yeah. hard to talk about without spoiling yeah is uh, another one because it's also a leaf stanfield uh movie is uh, the heart of the fall yeah I, I saw that on some lists as well and i thought and i and just it, i always intended to see it but i yeah. didn't get around to and it. and so that one was one where i was like that's gotta be underrated and i was like oh it's like 98 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah. and then for like uh for like because it was a netflix release yeah, yeah, yeah. and then for like like two months on netflix it had like the most netflix minutes yeah. but like a huge margin on <laughs> anything else and so i was like okay clearly everybody just watched this never Fair mind enough. i did never see mind. it on an underrated list so. oh yeah and then one of my other ones was an animated film called wolf walkers which because this is one of those never heard of I had never heard of it. It's part of a trilogy of films yeah. uh, based on uh, Irish folklore. Okay. Um, and it is a it's all they're all on Netflix. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful animation, hand animation hmm. uh, films. Um, and this is actually the third one. They're they're anthology, so you don't have to watch them in order. I until I had actually watched Wolf Walkers, I didn't even know the other two existed. Okay. Um, and but it seemed to me like definitely the kind of like 
this probably went straight to 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 streaming just nobody maybe it was like a uk release or something like that no suit made a crap ton of money in the theater huh. uh i had just never heard of it like very highly rated. it's just one of, of those like yeah just i had never heard of it oh, i yeah. really recommend it though of, of the ones that didn't make my list yeah it is the most like of the movies that is clearly not underrated on my list right. it is one of the ones i would recommend the most okay just a beautiful movie um and 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 it turns out everybody had seen it and everybody liked it. Sure. Um, cool so news. oops. <laughs> but um, but it is that way, you know. Yeah. Um, I was also I was also tempted to put Mad God on my movie, but <laughs> uh, on my list. But it's it's barely a movie, more like a, a fifty minute art experiment. So uh, <laughs> I, I left that off there. Uh, I had talked about that one enough. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week with, I believe we are continuing our Living Dead, uh, Night of the Living Dead series with, uh, we are watching the 1990 remake of yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Um, so As, I'm going to see how that... Per my request. Yes. Because I feel like it slots well into the series. No. It, it and, serves as kind of like a, almost like an updated, mm -hmm. like... And I couldn't remember if I'd seen it or not. It serves so. almost like a sort of updated, um, like you could almost swap out the original for it in a way. Mm. Like it's not as well regarded as the original, but sure. probably just because it's not the original. Yeah. But like it was still written by, it was written by uh, Romero. Mm -hmm. um, and it was basically made to try to make, because of course, notoriously because of the whole copyright mishap right. on the original it being public domain since it came out, nobody could make any money off of it. Mm. So between the 90 version and uh, John Russo, who was a, mm. you know, a producer and co-writer on the original, he made um, this 30th anniversary version, which is where he took the original movie and added like newly shot footage and added different music and stuff oh weird it's it's not worth seeing oh okay um it's really just kind of weird and lame but because it's just like a he basically kind of like it's like a very low budget like he, he like very low budget george lucas the oh. original movie basically Ooh. right by like taking the bridge just taking the original and movie just like and like and changing the editing a little bit adding some like newly filmed scenes that don't match at all because it's like 30 years apart but it's meant to look like it's the same movie, right? Don't so, do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So that was kind of what he did. Um, and then Romero kind of did the 90 remake. Uh, and he um, he asked um, Tom Savini, the, the makeup effects master, to, to direct it. Right. Which he's not normally a director. But, um, and um, I just feel like it fits really well in with the rest of the series. It kind of serves... Like, it's very, it's much more similar to, to like, Dawn and Day. Okay. Like, so it's almost fits in as, like, a replacement for the original in a way, like, because it makes, like, it... Because it's modernized it's, a bit. It's more yeah. similar in feel to, like, Dawn and Day, because mm -hmm. it's obviously from later, it's, like, color, it's it's more that style, right? And Romero's still heavily involved with it. He wrote the so screenplay. That, that, yeah. So I feel like it works as part of the Romero series, even though oh, it's okay. technically a remake. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Oh. 
And I'm just curious to see what you feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I can't remember if I've seen it or not. Because after seeing the original movie and then, of course, the other two so recently, Mm -hmm. I'm just curious what you think of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a good bridge before we get to the, you know, the late the new late, the late new ones yeah. new quote-unquote yeah, ones. Yeah, quote ones yeah all right new compared to the old <laughs> all right well thanks everyone for tuning yep. in this week yeah uh, we'll be back next week until yep. then i'm chris that's cheers bye-bye